0: Welcome to Make Pods Great Again. I'm your host, John Woolley, content creator of the Instagram page Make Wads Great Again. Thanks for being on the show today. We've got uh, my special guest with me once again is the very pleasant and effervescent Nikki Brazier. <laughs>
1: Hi. I don't even know
0: what the hell that meant. No, no, it's uh,
1: no one's ever described me that way though. I hope I can, I hope I can
0: live up to that. <laughs> it, it made you sound important, didn't it?
1: It, yeah, totally. It was good. And like I smell good,
0: right? Yeah. I'm okay. I'm assuming i I've never I've never partake of your scent ever. I don't know what you <laughs> smell like, I have no clue. But I would assume you smell good. you look like you smell it's good.
1: It's great. It's great. Don't worry about it. Totally great. You should
0: have time. references. <laughs> People have, to
1: call to make sure.
0: I have references. I have this uh this has nothing to do with CrossFit, but I have this cologne that was given to me by a former girlfriend that smells amazing and it's super expensive, which is you know, kinda of like the gift that keeps on giving from, from exes.
1: From an ex, yeah. Uh, yeah,
0: and I get comments on it all the time. And I was in a store uh not that long ago and I was I don't remember what I was shopping for, but I see this woman like kinda of staring at me and she's a distance away. And uh... she like kinda of follows me over an aisle and then she like walks up to me, like she's clearly stalking me. She walks over to me and she's like, You smell good <laughs> Why? <laughs> I'm like this is the. Cr-. I'm like thank you. I guess I. I don't know. Like, are you coming on to me? Is this just weird? It was totally a uh,
1: weird moment. What happened?
0: Uh, I said thank you and quickly walked away without making eye contact. You, you were think?
1: super creeped out. I
0: was super creeped out. It was so. Um, it was so weird.
1: Not for nothing, but welcome to like being a female all the time.
0: <laughs> That's kind of what I thought. I know, right?
1: Yeah.
0: I know. I'm like, I just got cat called That was awesome. Yep. All right, well, let's jump in. So lots of news uh, in CrossFit to cover today. So uh, Ben Garrard uh, released, a, I guess we're going to call it an apology letter. Did you get a chance to read this thing?
1: Yeah, like a sorry, not sorry post.
0: Yeah, kind of. Let me. I'm going to read it. I thought it was interesting. Um, I actually posted it on my page today because I thought it was fair uh, in light of the, you know five dozen posts I did about him to at least let him have his say on my page. That's, that's uh,
1: nice of you. It's kind of you.
0: Well, I, I did it without comment. Somebody actually sent it to me and added a video clip on the end that was not very nice. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing that. I'm going to just post his and let people read it and decide for themselves. And so we'll do that here. Let me read it. and we'll talk about it. So he says, uh, in case you have missed it, because the CrossFit Games have recently deleted their social media accounts, I've been sanctioned with a four-year ban for detection of a prohibited substance. Firstly, I would like to refute any suggestion that I intentionally took GW1516 Metabolites. Did I get that right? Metabolites? I don't know.
1: Metabolites?
0: Metabolites. There you go. I went to school in Mississippi. Don't make fun of me. All right. I have (laughs) absolutely no incentive to take PEDS in any way, and it strongly goes against my core values as a person and competitor. Furthermore, there's widespread research on the damaging effects it has on your health. I take complete ownership of exactly what goes into my body, and I am shocked by this finding. Immediately after receiving notice of my failed test, I went straight to a doctor and provided a sample to be independently tested by Australian Sports Anti-Doping Authority and Australia uh, Sports Drug Testing Lab. I'm so actively pursuing this to clear myself. I'm also investigating the possibility of tainted red meat consumption the night before my test and in the process of having my supplements tested. Some people have been quick to judge. It's probably me claiming that I should have known better after my brother Ricky's ban in, in 2017. I've always adopted a scientifically-based professional approach to my nutrition and take comfort in knowing I've done nothing intentionally wrong. I've been drug tested multiple times in the past seven years with a clean result in each instance. This is my least active and most quote-unquote retired year to date. I would also note that CrossFit Games is not World Anti-Doping Code compliant. To my knowledge, CrossFit Games owns the rights to their testing and it and it is at their sole discretion whether they publicize their findings. Furthermore, I question the circumstances surrounding my test. I find it irregular that the collection agent had to double check and confirm with her superiors that I must be tested, after I notified her that I had withdrawn from the competition weeks in advance. In their official announcement, CrossFit Games also incorrectly reported the date of my test by a whole month. I was tested on Friday, May 17, 2019. The first morning of Down Under CrossFit Championships, not Tuesday, April 16th, 2019. This refutes any suggestion that I tested positive before I could compete, which is completely false. Along with aiming to improve their perception of credibility, the only other sense I can make of this is in relation to my brother Ricky, who is a real contender for the title of quote-unquote fittest on earth. Maybe it's another obstacle to try to prevent him from disrupting the American-dominated male champions. I've had no desire to compete at the highest level since taking the games off my bucket list four years ago. This ban does not have a meaningful impact in that sense, but it does mischaracterize everything I stand for. I'll be doing everything I can to make sure the sanction does not cross over to any water-related sports that have structures of fairness and transparency in place for athletes in similar instances. I also undertake doing the best I can to educate other athletes to be aware of this to ensure that it is not unfairly repeated. Put simply, I will not be the victim to this situation. I will continue to run my seven-year affiliate, stage fitness events, and positively contribute to the lives of others. Thank you for your support. I got the Ooh. rest of the words right. I'm proud of myself.
1: You did. Nice work.
0: I mean, I've got had like a 99% ratio of, of uh, properly pronounced words to poorly pronounced words. <laughs> I think that's pretty you're,
1: good. You're doing great. Keep I,
0: it up. I know. I know. <laughs> I might have a career in this. So, uh... So yeah, so let's let's take it kind of one piece at a time. So the first one jumped out at me said no incentive to take performance-enhancing drugs in any way. Any thoughts on that? Like, that was weird to me. It seems like, like he, he was in the competition, right?
1: Well, right, yeah. I mean, he was signed up. And I think we talked about this a little bit last time. Like, when this is your life and this is your career, like, the temptation to do well and be seen as doing well must just be, like, insurmountable, you know?
0: Well, I guess I just, like, my initial thought was no incentive. Like, do you know how these competitions work? If you win, would yeah. you have turned down the check? Like,
1: Right, exactly. And when anytime there's money involved, there's, there's cheating involved. There has to be. Yeah, I mean, I how
0: we're I, human. I don't think it makes him a cheater to say that, you know, there's money involved, so he's going to. I guess I I don't want to imply that. I don't think you are either. It's just...
1: No, no, no. no. I'm saying in life, like, in yeah. competition where there is financial gain to be made, like, there will be people who try to cut corners. Yeah, not, it's just, not saying it's him in this scenario, but... That's just how it works.
0: Yeah, it's just it's just a weird it just felt weird to say I don't have incentive. I think anyone competing in a competitive sport where there's money involved has incentive, whether you choose to or not, is a completely different argument. But
1: Right. And different. whether or not it goes against your core values or as a person or a competitor, which is how he ends that sentence, is sort of irrelevant to incentive.
0: Yeah, exactly. I uh I was a little tickled at the the tainted red meat line only because everyone was giving <laughs> uh Ellie Cabord, so much hell over that and then he pulled that one out too and now I gotta use the word taint in everyday conversation <laughs> which I love. So I'm so happy this came back up. It's great.
1: I think the the more taint usage the better, truthfully. Yeah.
0: I mean it has to be this is why you should you should never eat the taint. Ever. Never. And never nothing you, good comes can, from it.
1: If you can figure a way to work in Grundle in there too a little bit, I think <laughs> it would be ideal.
0: I think I might. I you know at, I start, so I started looking up uh, tainted meat on the internet. And for the record, you need to be really specific when you Google that. Cause you get some weird shit. <laughs> I'd like to throw that out there too. Um,
1: clear your browser history immediately.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I do that daily in case something happens. I smart. Want, yeah. I don't want my mom to, to no. grab my computer and realize her little boy's a perf, but, um, he
1: was so into tainted meat, <laughs>
0: but it, it, so I did, I did actually Google this and, um, it's a thing like i'm like holy crap this is actually a thing but it looks like it was um in europe mostly europe and mexico or maybe yeah it's a thing
1: in different different parts of the world and obviously like people import their meat from and to all over the place so it's definitely hard to say and probably even harder to track and prove. but it's you know um not where my mind goes first you know what i mean
0: i guess here's my struggle with the tainted meat argument and i you know, again, this isn't an accusation toward him. This would be anyone that uses that, like, you know, this competition was in Australia. He lives in Australia or New Zealand, like he lives in the area. So I got to believe he's eating meat sources that he normally eats. I mean, again, I, I don't know, but it just seems weird that you could, according to him, take all these other drug tests and pass. And this one time you eat bad meat the day before a competition, it's like, just seems really coincidental to me, but.
1: Right. Know, and yeah. then I also end up circling back to like, you know regardless of how it got into your system, it did in fact get into your system so if it was an accident or anything like that, but at the end of the day, you figure you were performing with some sort of performing enhancing drug in your system, then you know you are ultimately responsible
0: yeah no i don't I don't disagree with that at all i mean i you know whether and he says he's testing the supplements and I get that it's you know again it's and this is a case that's really interesting um considering his brother was. Tagged for the exact same thing, so you would think at this point, a couple of years later, you'd have if, you know, his brother had kind of the same, you know, uh, answer that, well, maybe it was, you know, tainted supplements or whatever. You would think that you'd be able to go, all right, maybe we should quit taking that supplement or figure out which one it is, you know, in, right. in a two-year period. Right. Um, and then he blamed the uh, the agent. There, it said it was found at a regular that she had to double check to confirm. Whether he should be tested because he had withdrawn from competition, which I found weird, because I mean, being around athletes, you guys tell me they get tested all the time, whether they're competing or not. Like they're they're required yeah. to check in with HQ and say, "Here's where I'm going to be."
1: Oh yeah, they can't travel. They can't like you know be anywhere where they they couldn't be contacted at any given point in time and tested at any given point in time. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, they were just again. it was just felt like he was a little bit grasping at straws. The big one. The one I actually kind of laughed out loud at was the conspiracy theory that they're protecting American athletes. Um, yeah. <laughs>
1: um, have you seen the podium for the last few years?
0: Yeah, I know. Well, like, I mean, maybe you meant North American because Canadians tend to keep getting up there. For,
1: America's hat.
0: I know, right? I mean, other than <laughs> Fraser, but, you know, everyone else is, uh, you know, it's either Vellner or, or Fukowski that keeps, you know, getting on the podium, so...
1: Right. And on the women's side too, obviously we've had tons of international winners and podium athletes over the last couple seasons.
0: Yeah. And, and, you know, Lucas Hochberg was on this year from, uh, from Europe. So, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, he's clearly on something, you know, something high on life. He's not on a, he's not on a performance enhancing <laughs> drug, but Lucas no, is but on he... some, he's on some, cra- something that makes him crazy, whatever it is. Cause that dude is nuts.
1: <laughs> Lucas vibrates on a really high level, which I can relate to. So I appreciate, um, I, he's so
0: funny. I, I love him so much. Um, yeah, so I don't know. You know, wish Ben the best. I, I I'm really gonna struggle to believe that he's gonna get out of this ban and it looks like he you know, he's he's gonna kinda go down defiantly on it. it. I guess time will tell once Ricky's able to come back and see what he can actually do on on the big stage. But um hopefully everybody can put this one behind him and and move on. Yeah. Uh, so tell me about uh, this other thing that came out this week. Was the uh, the new international qualifier to unify sanctionals?
1: Right, right. So that's that's really interesting. It looks like it's going to be um, three different events. It's going to be Wadapalooza and the Atlas Games and the Filthy One Hundred and Fifty, and they will all have uh, sort of one online qualifier that will get you into potentially, uh, you know, all three of them. So it's it's kind of like The way the Open used to be the qualifier for regionals, but it's for these three events.
0: And they'll have the ability to pull in more events if they want. So, like, Live and Loud owns these three, so if they wanted to pull in other events that they own and have six events with one qualifier, they could do that, right?
1: I wouldn't be surprised, yeah, and Loud and Live has been obviously instrumental in orchestrating a lot of the way that the season has run this past year and I'm sure we'll do more to expand their ownership of different events or partnership with different events in seasons to come so yeah I wouldn't be surprised at all if they pulled more events into it and that's kind of nice I think in in a way for athletes especially to not have to go like month to month to month like busting their balls, like trying to get into this qualifier, that qualifier, the, the friggin programming is completely different. You know, it, it's a way to simplify and streamline for people who are really trying to get into these events. And I think there's been so much confusion and so much noise in the CrossFit Games space in the last year that just a little bit of a simplification it helps you breathe
0: you know? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, you know, I watch these guys do qualifiers all the time and it's such a pain for them to, you know, they're doing qualifier this week for Waterpalooza next week. They're doing one for French throwdown. Then they're doing one for Brazil. It's like, you know, and then some of these events are they're giving out free invites and others aren't like, I think the, sh- you know, streamlining this would, it would not, it's not only going to make it easier for those athletes that are, are already at the level that they're going, but I think the athletes that are on the fringe which I would define uh, kind of those fun regionals athletes we used to see, rest in peace. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, those those athletes won't have to kill themselves anymore to get in. They can get in one and then they get to compete multiple times.
1: Right. That's entirely true. And I actually saw it happen this year because the gym that I, I go to and coach at, um, you know, had a games team and has been regionals and has been in games and ended up doing the MAC this past season, which was great but didn't end up doing granite because the qualifier for granite was like the week after we'd come back from the Mac and they were just, they were dead.
0: Well, and I think it's great too, because an athlete can have a bad competition and move on to the next one. Like I think it was, um, uh, CrossFit cowboy. What's his real name? Help me out. Uh, Sean. Sean. Yes. He, he stunk the joint up in Wadapalooza and then went and won South Africa because he didn't have to do another online qualifier. I think right. it was one well, of that he lost, but uh,
1: but remember too. Then, per that argument, then if you do bad in this one qualifier, then you're sort of screwed for all all of these events. Well, so yeah. that's that's the downside.
0: Yeah, but I was just thinking more along the lines of like these guys like him that are are really solid athletes that would very likely qualify through a qualifier. You know, they won't be on the fringe there, but they do go to a competition and just have a bad weekend. You know, some of these are just you know not game for them, but then they can go to the next one and. And do much better. I mean, I think he went from, I don't remember his exact placement at Wadapalooza, but it was low. Like, I mean, it was in the twenties yeah. maybe. And then he went yeah. just straight up one his very next, you know, like a, the next weekend. And it was yeah. impressive to me to see someone be able to do that.
1: I mean, that being said, and just to play a little bit of devil's advocate, like there are some really great individual athletes who, um, you know, have never done as historically well in the open as they have done in a live event because there's just more adrenaline, there's more dudes around you who are pushing you. It's harder to do an online qualifier or the open kind of thing when you're solo in your gym, so there's definitely a type of athlete that this will be detrimental for oh for sure um, it'll be interesting but to overall, see. yeah, overall in the space, I think it's it's nice to have something streamlined, and I mean oh my God, when they're like hundred and fifty sanctionals next year alone oh. <laughs> so. There'll be there'll be plenty of ways to get in and and figure out you know what what works best for everyone.
0: Yeah, it's a great first step. I mean, hopefully, you know, we'll, I'm sure we'll see it continue to evolve. But I, I think it's really cool. Um, and then we also heard uh, big changes to the the media guidelines for the games coming up, which impacted me for the first time in my life. I had to resubmit a, a press pass. God forbid if they actually give me a press pass to yeah go
1: to the games. Like what, will right? that, what will that mean for you?
0: Um. God, I don't know. I guess it means I'll be a lot closer to troll the athletes in person. <laughs> and I don't, <laughs> you know, I, uh, I, I don't know. I have I have no idea, no expectation. They told me to apply for it. And I'm like, seriously, you really want me? Okay. You know, I'm in. Um,
1: I, I wonder if the athletes are going to be like stoked to see you because there's so many of them that love you and think you're hilarious and like send you material to use on your own. Um, and I'm, I assume there are plenty who have been not as thrilled with well, your so here's commentary. What
0: it, here's what it will mean for me is that it, it means I'll get better photos. Um, you know, as much as people would want me to, there's no chance I would troll someone at a competition like the, You know, these athletes get in a much different mindset when they're competing than when you're just talking to them online. And, right. you know, like the, the competitions that I've been to, you know, you catch them between events and they're like they're still amped up from working out and thinking about the next one and their score and half the time they're pissed off cause they didn't win the heat they were in and it's just not a good time. Yeah. You know? right. So, um, it'll, yeah, be, try it'll be interesting
1: interviewing them like on camera in between events.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's your job, man. I want nothing to do. Yeah. That. That's why you're it's, pleasant uh... and effervescent. That's why you That's get. That's right, to do that.
1: exactly. I have to. One of us has to be in that scenario. I am. I am neither. Not usually them. It's not usually them either.
0: Well, so what is the new policies? I mean, like, so I know what it meant for me, but just like in general, they've got this world feed.
1: Yeah. So the world feed, and for people who don't know, the world feed is very similar to what you'd see, sort of like during the Olympics. It's going to be like one broadcast that hq is going to handle and i use the term broadcast very lightly because it's i don't know a handful of cameras that will be maybe changing maybe static i have no idea but it's going to be like a very very basic stream video only of what's going on during the action and i assume that means elite individuals only but again we haven't been given a lot of clarity on that um and then that one viewpoint, that one video stream is provided to whoever wants to host it and effectively commentate over it. And what that allows people to do is talk about it in multiple languages in different parts of the world. And we've seen such a huge globalization of the CrossFit Games with this effort that it you know, provides almost kind of a, a cool perspective to say like, all right, who in Italy wants to talk over this? Now who in Germany wants to talk over this? But the video will be the same. So whatever link you click on or website you go to or Facebook page you go to to watch it could be hosted by a different group who could be potentially speaking a different language. Um, What it also means is that the opportunities to do more types of media coverage around that one world feed have been opened up to basically uh, whoever has a meme account and wants to ask for a media pass. So you could see, and I have no idea who has entered and and what kind of efforts people want to make, but I assume that means you could... Be boots on the ground live streaming from your phone if you want to you could invest a whole bunch of money into an additional stream and try to create like a a desk show in and around the world feed i mean you could do interviews on the side whatever it may be people are applying left and right for these new media passes and it crossfit sort of sounds like they want as many people to have access as possible
0: yeah so well, glassman told me himself like when um we were chatting about the changes to the games and he said he wants as many people with cameras, like literally like he envisions them just holding cell phones up and capturing video and, and sending it out to their friends and, you know, Instagram and whatever, which is really interesting considering kind of their most recent foray into getting rid of Instagram and Facebook that they're, you know, kind of opening this up to the world to put it out on any platform they want. It's almost to me, it's almost as if he's doing the same thing with his brand that he did to the CrossFit Media team. He just he's getting rid of any control they have over it, but he wants everybody else to push it out to those platforms. So he doesn't have to touch Instagram, but he knows it'll be on Instagram.
1: Yeah, and that's that's certainly what it sounds
0: like. I mean it's it's actually brilliant when you think about it. It's completely free to him, costs nothing mm-hmm. at all. You'll get, you know, hundreds of thousands of photos, pictures, whatever, pushed out. Um,
1: Yeah, but it'll be messy. It's not streamlined. Like we as a community have learned to like crave a very specific product because, you know, for years, uh, Sean Woodland had been working on putting together a media team that included me and a number of my friends um, and, and professionals in the space that have been working year over year over year to make a better and better broadcast. And we've all gotten used to that. I know, so, and
0: now you're getting you know, getting replaced by a guy with the meme account. How's that feel, Nikki?
1: How's <laughs> well, it feel? It's, it's, gosh, I'm at a low, low in life right now. It's not that, truthfully, it's just that like there's gonna be a lot of content out there, but where do I go as a fan to get what I wanna see? And if what I wanna see is what I've been used to seeing, but it's not gonna be anywhere likely. I guess I don't know who's stepping up with the investment to do the stream the way that it should be done. Probably no one is my guess, but again, I don't know. But like, where do I go? Like, do I go to your page or do I go to, does anyone go to my Instagram? Like, I don't know. And I'm just a fan like everyone else. I just want to see it all go down in the way that it has. I don't, if I had to so. guess,
0: and I'm, you know, this. I'm not trying to get into Glassman's mind, but if I had to guess where it's going to end up, you'll have the great content creators will have the best I know it sounds dumb, but like the Buttery Brothers, for instance, they already do great content, right? So they'll have a pass. They'll be creating stuff. It'll be like everything else on YouTube. Like, my daughters live on YouTube. They have all the little content creators they like to watch, and it's always the best and funniest stuff. And the stuff that isn't good, they've learned to blaze past it. And I think it'll be the same here. People will figure out, All right, you go to the Buttery Bros if you want to, you know, see actual games coverage. You know, if you want news, you know, you go to Sean Woodland, Tommy Marquez... You know, if you want someone to give dick jokes, you go to make what's great again. <laughs> you know, like like that's, they'll figure yeah. it out, you know. Um Yeah,
1: I guess. It's just that it feels messy to me. It's and very but again, messy. like I come from our old broadcast world where we like worked to streamline all of that. So you're right, it'll it'll shake itself out. I just I hope it doesn't do a disservice to anyone because there's so many eyeballs that are scattered. You know what I mean? Where they could be focused. Yeah, and no, people I, who deserve I,
0: the eyeballs. Yeah, I agree with that and I you know as much as I appreciate and miss the uh really really amazing coverage that the CrossFit media team including you provided, I think everyone's got to step back and realize this isn't this is going to piss some people off. This isn't a real sport. Okay. At least not yet. I mean, this is a tiny little segment of 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 sports. It would be on ESPN 8 the Ocho. That's how small CrossFit is. You know, there's only, you know, a few million CrossFitters as it is. So to have enough eyes on it to watch it to go, okay, this is like the Super Bowl and to have the level of coverage and for it to be cost effective would be really hard. And so I think, I think we'll see the evolution and hopefully as the sport continues to grow more great creators will, you know, maybe can, you know, bring it together. Maybe live and loud, for instance, can figure this out or rogue or, you know, I don't yeah. know who can bring it all under one umbrella and, and make it work, you know?
1: Yeah. I would really like to just like hold hands and sing kumbaya with all the content creators in the space because I think we work better together. Um, And like I said before, I think people want something streamlined. I think people want something that's just less confusing. Like this whole season has been so confusing. Just tell me where to go to watch all my favorite people, you know?
0: Well, I just hope when somebody brings it all under one umbrella, as you put it, that there's room for dick jokes. That's That's all I care about.
1: And sideline interviews. And sideline, inter-
0: sideline interviewing dick <laughs> jokes. That'd be great. So
1: I will ask so many dick jokes in the sideline interviews oh if my that's God. what
0: it takes. Can we, can we coordinate this at the game for sure? So when you're doing sideline interviews, I'm going to give you questions to ask that will include dick jokes.
1: Yes, oh. and we will only we will post them with so many eggplant emojis.
0: Oh, my God. And we'll, it'll be great. It'll you, be so good. You have no idea what this would blow up like <laughs> on, on Instagram.
1: Truthfully, I feel like everyone would be, like, low-key into that because, (laughs) let me tell you why, let me tell you why, because um, there's something to be said for, you know, the professionalism and the interviews that we do, and people do want to know, like, how people train and how they prepared and what the event was like, but I think we've seen recently that people are also super interested in just, like, the lifestyle of these elite athletes and getting to know them on a personal level, and so you know, figuring a way to get them to laugh or get them to be more personable in that respect would probably go over well. Well, that's a great point. And
0: and that's (laughs) kind of the future of this podcast for you and I, I man. I'm glad you brought that up because I'd like to see us do that. I've got, you know, kind of a a relatively big handful of games athletes that want to come on that I want us to talk about their real lives, not just, hey, how many thrusters can you do? Like, who cares about what they can lift these days? We all know their stats. It'd be more fun to, you know, hear the funny things that go on in their life and their obstacles. So, We'll yeah. certainly build that out and and do more of that.
1: Yeah, is it like People Magazine that does like they're just like us? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, they're not just like us. Actually, they're Vel- not. Velner's just like me, really pasty white, but the rest of them are just not like us.
1: <laughs> You're missing a little uh, a little bit of that ginger hair there.
0: Yeah, I used to have ginger hair before it fell out. Did you? Well, mine was more brown. I come from a long line of gingers a mm. long line like there's you know maybe six or eight of them in my family they're everywhere but we're all pasty wow. white all of us it's uh... i like
1: to use the word porcelain or porcelain <laughs> skin
0: i'm pretty close to that <laughs> uh, so last thing so last weekend you were at the asbury games right
1: yeah i was at the asbury park summer games down in jersey on the Jersey shore
0: and that's uh, going to be a sanctionals next year
1: Yes, next year it'll be a sanctional event. Next year it'll have an individual uh, elite division, and this year was just teams, but a ton of different divisions like uh, elite, RX, intermediate. It was a lot of fun. Yeah how
0: how was the comp itself? I mean, good programming, fun time.
1: Yeah, good programming, really awesome location. Like it was it was definitely more of a vacation destination for the weekend with some lifting than it was like a serious CrossFit event first and foremost. Like it was on the boardwalk and there was a beach and there was a ton of activities for spectators and families and you could like do yoga and day drink and hang out and party. And also there were these like really fun events to watch. And I personally thought the programming was really fun. Um I had a team, two teams from my gym there that made it like really personally exciting. So, you know, you couple that with some elite athletes next year and I think it's gonna be a really good mix of Fun party weekend community event community focused and obviously your favorite games athletes.
0: You know, I was I was looking over their website and because uh, I didn't realize it was all teams, I figured there'd be individuals. And but I was looking at it thinking, man, this looked fun because the team names were amazing. Like one of the teams yes. that won was called Slap Ass. <laughs> I'm, yep. like, I'm like, I love this chalk print, the Dad Bod's. I mean, it's just uh, it's the best thing about uh, teams, I think. And you don't you don't mm-hmm. get to see that at the games. Like I wish they would let these, you know, these games teams, like <laughs> give them fun names.
1: Yeah. They, I like that. No one, no one was taking themselves too seriously. And obviously that'll change next year when there's a, a games ticket on the line, but you know, in those other divisions and like the RX and intermediate divisions, I think people still go to have fun. We'd see that at Granite. We see that at Waterpalooza at the bigger ones too. Yeah. Um, I do think that there's some things that, that they need to tighten up for next year. Um, you know, the outdoor, they had an indoor venue and an outdoor venue the outdoor venue was a little small and a little, um, I don't know, like janky is not the right word because it was, (laughs) it was well put together, but it just, it could be neater. You know what I mean? And it could be larger and it could be more even and built differently. And there's things that they can do in that respect. And, you know, they can incorporate chip timers. They didn't have those this year. And that's something I always like to see at uh, an event with a games ticket on the line.
0: Oh. Yeah, and don't be janky.
1: Yeah, that's the wrong word. And I, I hope that Grant you know, who ran the event is not mad at me for saying that because I will, say this, <laughs> I will say this. I will say this. Grant, the event director, has been working on this for so long and evolving the, the competition year after year. And he just did such an amazing job at keeping everything running efficiently and on time and having the best people in place and all volunteers as usual. But man, just everyone was so dedicated to keeping it fun and having a good time and also still being like very fair and very honest and doing the best that we possibly can to make it a real CrossFit event. It was, it was rad. I highly recommend not enough poly D in my opinion, but it's fine. There
0: you go. So what's, what's next for you? The games?
1: I mean, I don't really know because, because the way the broadcast is going is so up in the air. I have no idea yet, but I keep my fingers and toes crossed. So I'll have a reason to be there.
0: Well, I'm going either way. Be the first way. year
1: you're going.
0: Either way, whether I get either the press way. pass or not, I'm going. I don't, I don't even have a ticket yet, so I may just be walking Ooh. around randomly, shaking you hands. You may need with people.
1: to get on that. Well, you, my, where are you going to stay?
0: I've, I've got, I've got my hotel room, so. Oh,
1: you do. I was going to say that's the one thing I feel like they've all been booked for like a million years.
0: Yeah, no, I went and did that several months ago, and I knew I was going. I just haven't bought the actual ticket yet, so. That's smart. I was waiting on the press pass. If I get the press pass, I don't need the ticket.
1: So, oh so right? smart see yeah
0: this is how it works <laughs> this is how it works uh all right well i think we covered all the news uh all the news is fit to be covered maybe
1: all the things so all the uh, things
0: yeah so we'll uh we'll get back together next week and uh push out some more news to everyone nikki thank you for being on this was a lot of fun we will yeah thanks uh, for having me we will do it and uh for everyone else we're going to be uh transitioning this over to video soon um Nikki has a Uh-oh. face for video. I have a face for radio. <laughs> so maybe we'll make it a one-sided feed. I don't know. But oh, my we'll, God. We'll start working on an audio and a video broadcast so uh, it can uh, be a little more uh, fun for us and a little more engaging for everyone. But uh,
1: I guess I'll have to put clothes on the next time.
0: Yeah, yeah well, I don't wear pants regardless, so it'll so we'll be fine.
1: You're halfway there.
0: There you go. All right. Well, with <laughs> that, we appreciate you being on. Everyone, thank you for listening to Make Pods Great Again, and have a great day.